Hello and welcome to Wake and Jake. Tearless season continues. And we're in a weird one today. Straight up. Left field. Uh, we've deducted some things already that it's a surprising position. The top is confusing in a healthy debate. Mm. It's deeper than we thought off initial draw. Um, and man, there's some fallen soldiers on this. There's some up and comers. Speaking of both, Jolly Olive is here as we do. Tier- you didn't like that introduction? <laughs> the first part was kind of crazy. You didn't like that? <laughs> it's me, Brock Purdy, here with Jolly Olive. Uh, you'll get that if you're on YouTube because mm. I look like a boy. <laughs> I just look like a I, clean boy. I'm a handsome boy. I look Fresh like- haircut, but. Softer hair than Just we're used baby. to. Look like Brock's little brother. I uh, I use. You know what? I'll get to my hair later. I think it's time we dive in. That's okay. what works I think here. Brock's brother's like a stud. Yeah, he is. You're so, looking at him. College QB. Um, the left field position. Jolly, I'll mm. I'll kick it to you to start. Uh, because I I let out some of my opinions, but I think you had some of the same coming into left field. That it's I don't know. It kind of has a reputation as a thin. Position at the major league level? I don't know. It's it's just not as sexy as center field right now. You know, like we we had a center fielder drought for a little bit, and we're in a nice spot. And left field kind of gets it gets tossed by the wayside. It's where you you sometimes you put your wild card player there. Sometimes it's a a guy who probably should be a DH, which we have a category for. But at the same time, while it's not top heavy, there's a lot of good players on this tier list. I was pleasantly surprised to see the list of guys that we have to rank here. I think it's going to be fun, but also like a little bit challenging. The categories we currently have laid out, and if you've done these before with us, uh, you know that there's some flexibility along the way. We'll see what we stumble into. My number one S tier that the kids like, I have listed as future Evan Carter. Uh, We all saw what he did during the postseason. Uh, He will be on this list somewhere. I don't think he's future. Well, in a way, I guess he is future Evan Carter. He's not yet. But he's not. Okay. (laughs) Secondly, I have the best to ever do it. If you're a Talking Baseball listener, you know who inspired that. Uh, Third, I mean good, comma, but top five, question mark? Uh, I think there's a list of guys that have an argument to be a top five left fielder that's a little shocking, but also like, wow. You do blank really well, mm. so maybe you are. Uh, that is followed by, wait, is left field deep? I almost called that the BBD Joe's McFly Did not hear the Joe's part. I heard the BBD part. Uh, because we were shocked when we were looking at it. Uh, and we'll see. Maybe that stays. Maybe it leaves. Uh, this next one is supposed to be someone talking to themselves. I am not a DH. I am not a DH. Uh, because some of these guys kind of might be DH ish <laughs> is, yeah. is the term I would use. There's a category fallen all stars, uh, that three to four people jumped out and nailed that immediately. So, uh, we'll see what that is. And we ended with what am I, uh, because left field, as we've kind of danced through around early on in this episode. It's a funky position. Mm. If you're athletic enough, they're going to play you in center field. If you're really good, they're probably playing you in right field. Like, think about some of the names we're about to go through as right fielders. 
Ronnie, mm. Soto. Yeah. Judge is technically center field now, but there's... Like, there there was a time but when, like, defensively, where, where the corners were, like, right field is where you put your more defensively inclined... The arm! That was like. the old... That was, like, mm. the Little League scouting report. Like and strong it, arm goes to right. If It feels like... While the arm strength thing is still largely correct, it feels like that's been become a ton of big boppers in right field and left field, which used to be the big bopper spot. Um, it's just a a weird. It's in a weird area in this time. I think there's probably five right fielders that would be top on this list. What's your question? Is it mean to give fallen all star uh, just a player's name? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Yes. Who is the player though? Jason Bay. Oh, just fits. Active. Just fits. Well, yeah, I didn't want to do someone. Active. Well, how about this? Because there's some there's some name talent there. Mm. We're currently talking about it, and it's literally the easiest to label of maybe everything (laughs) we've done. It's Uh, mean. Fallen (laughs) All-Stars. This one is because of team, and if you're a war person, you struggled with this guy a lot last year. Mm. I don't think they're done as a ball player, and maybe none of these guys are. Andrew Benintendi. Benintendi. First guy I thought of. Yeah. You're a Fallen All-Star. Four years, 75 million. Weird career. Some of the stats from last year, five years, uh, and now he's on a White Sox team that is in full rebuild. You wonder how this story ends. Can he build up his value, and the White Sox can maybe eat some salary? I don't know. Uh, Andrew Benintendi kind of in baseball hell right now. White Sox might pay you. Not good enough that he can necessarily change your team's season outlook. Especially at that salary. With that, the years of commitment you'd still have to take on if you traded for him. I mean, he's not yet past 30. He's going to be 29. He's just had a weird career, man. He's not, you think corner outfield, you think a little bit of pop. And he's just, he's never really been that guy except for the juiced ball years. I mean, it wasn't that long ago he was an all-star. He was on your Yanks. He was pretty good. He hit 300. But I think we all saw that five-year, $75 million deal and went, oh, this isn't going to go well. Whether five it's years. White Sox, whether it's because it was their biggest free agent deal, just everything about it made it seem like it was going to go the other way, and it has. Our so. Yankees, who have been pretty desperate for left-handed hitting anything, especially left fielder that can play defense. Mm. And the- Contact-oriented bats in general. When the Benny contract came up, everyone was like, okay, like Yankees weren't going to do that, and, and that might be okay. Um, hey, and you know what? If you're a White Sox fan, the 2022 Kansas City Royals didn't have the biggest ambitions as a team, mm. and he went out, and for 93 games, he was 320, 387, 785 yeah. while catching balls. So, hey, Andrew Benintendi can find a spot on this list, and, man, I would – I would love if he was seven hole on a good team, uh, but he might Surgeon be. Benny could be awesome. Might be lead off on a bad team. Um, I think we can put more guys here. Say their names. Let's let's get through this, and then we can be nice yeah. for the rest of the episode. And I I will say, for fallen all stars, there's still hope. Oh yeah, like they're they're hope. not they have fallen, but they can get up. They can yeah. get up. Life alert. Um, I got Joey Gallo here, another yes. former Yankee. Um, yeah. We talked a little bit about this. I uh, I actually really like him going to the Nats. I feel like no pressure. Like we, you kind of know what the season's going to be. Uh, go out there and try and find what you were in Texas. But 
I mean, the the Twins numbers, they land in a very Joey Gallo spot, a 101 OPS plus, but he hit 177 and struck out the world. So, I mean, it's I'll be curious to see if he can bring it back. But at, at this point, Joey Gallo is is not thought of like he was, you know, two years ago. And that kind of is what this category is. I mean, we we laughed and we did a talking baseball homer draft. Joey Gallo at left field still has some value. Yeah, 21 homers last year and at parts of last season he kind of had the plug pulled from him a little bit. Um but yeah, man, I don't JoJo, find find that 223 batting average, kid. And the changes other the numbers world. end up there. It changes uh, the world. But he's not there. And Jolly, I think the last guy that's for sure locked up on this list. Yeah, it's a tough one. It's Michael uh, Conforto. It's Michael Conforto for sure. Um, I mean, it's tough because, like. There's hope there. There's hope. I've seen Conforto at his best. Like, him going the other way. He plays a good corner outfield, but, like. Good months this year. Him not taking that extension is crazy, man. And it, it just looks that way now, especially after missing the year and stuff. And, again, I, I, I like his situation too. Like, I like him in the middle of kind of a Giants lineup where a lot of those guys are similar caliber players. Like, they're, they're league average or plus bats. And, like, there's something there for him. It's just he's not what he was in 2017 when he was an all-star. And for, like, you can butter knife three really nice years for Michael Conforto. You go 17 to 19 here, he had a 131 OPS plus over three years. He had 88 home runs. Like, he was a very good player. He's just not what he was before the pandemic. You can even, last year, there's a lot to chop up. It does deserve to be said, you know, he he was out for a full season with a significant injury. Right. We also saw Cody Bellinger, a guy that had some shoulder problems. It took him a couple years to get going. Like, exactly. Conforto has some numbers here that aren't awful. He got crushed versus lefties last year. Um, you know, right against righties in 368 plate appearances, 245, 353, 753 OPS. Like, take that. That's a useful player. Yeah, absolutely. That's knockoff jock. Um, Strong side of the platoon. Yep. Right. Um, so, A, either figure out lefties, and he, like, limped to the finish line last yeah, year. So, I was going to mention that. And maybe that was a full season thing. So, hey. For what's kind of a sad category a little bit, there is hope there. For all three of them, in different ways, but definitely. I forget, did we almost stumble into another one here? I think we kind of did. Um, there was a guy you, who I looked up if they made an all-star team before and they didn't, so they don't work. Who was that guy? Said. I'm curious. Oh, we did. I know, I know who I'm thinking of, and He's, this guy... Somehow didn't make the all-star team, but he, like, got MVP votes. Like, so you lied to me. Why? Who are you thinking of? Tyler O'Neill. Tyler O'Neill is who I'm thinking of. If he wasn't an all-star, he can't be a fallen all-star. I know, but, like, he should have been in 2021. He should have been. But he, it changes the whole should've. category. For him, uh, I, I really like there? him on the Red Sox. He's he not wasn't an all-star. All he wasn't an all-star. But, I mean, 2021, he was something else, dude. I, he came to City Field when the Cardinals were in that win streak. And he just killed us. He had like five homers in three games. And he's just ripped, dude. Like, I know that his oh numbers haven't great, but he God. just, he's a monster. He looks like a robot. So is Giancarlo. Okay. It's all about the Yankees. All right. Okay. Mm. okay. Let's, let's circle back. Believe I see him. the argument. Beebs, did you have someone you thought was a fallen all-star? I, I thought Profar snuck his way onto an all-star team. He did not. I was wondering that, Ooh. too. He did not. Uh, he did sneak his way back onto the Padres at the end of last year, okay. which I 
That was out of my brain. I think that's just lean. I know. Rules. I know. He resigned this morning. As we're recording this on Monday. You want to just throw him in? What am I? Because I, I don't really know what he is. I think that's the new CBA. Yeah, yeah. we could put your. He, if you want to start the what I am, am I? I DH. Let's get away from the bottom <laughs> of this list. I'm over this. I'll leave Jerkson out for now. He, may, he might end up being not a not a DH. The best to ever do it. That could be confusing when you're making tier lists. Mm. Um, but if you're anyone that has tracked talking baseball, even the rise of John Boy Media, uh, Randy Rosarena, when he burst on the scene, he was the best to ever do it. He's the greatest of all time. The 2020 postseason. Hey guys, I'm Jolly Olive, okay. and let me tell you the story okay. of Randy Rosarena <laughs> okay. and the best postseason ever. The best postseason you've never heard of. No, and I mean, Randy became rookie of the year. <laughs> Um, he's weird because we talked about this before we went on air. Right. Randy is the consensus best left fielder. Do I think we all agree on that? Right. I think it's a discussion. I think we'll see where we land, but he's one or two. I think he's up there. Um, Randy's ever had a 30 homer season. I found that out today and I've now repeated it three times because I find it really interesting. I feel like he would have gotten one by now. Um, with how last season started off. Yeah, I, I would have thought he got there, and he kind of he, he kind of has not gotten close. But he doesn't have a twenty five homer. Yet. He's gone twenty twenty three seasons in a row. He's the greatest to ever do it, or the best to ever do it. Excuse me, rookie of the year, all star. He's got all the stuff you need. Three straight twenty twenty seasons. That's like yeah, talk That's cool. about that. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, three straight double digit caught steal seasons. Hundred twenty OPS plus mm. um, in each season. Career eight oh two OPS. Uh, I mean, I know the world shouldn't work this way, but, well, no, I, I take that statement back. Postseason should be factored in. Oh, yeah. It's very important, and Randy has been nothing short of electric. Um, career 1.104 OPS in the postseason. Um, and I don't know, man. I, how do you quantify it? I don't know, but I know whenever he plays the New York Yankees and there's people watching that game, Lights out. He goes to another level. Jake, you mentioned postseason numbers. Yeah. You know who's got a 917 OPS in 17 career playoff games? Don't say Michael Conforto. I won't. Okay. I'll say Evan Carter. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. Like he's barely been around and he's already there. How many regular season games did he play? (laughs) He played 23. And he had a 1.058 OPS there. 182 OPS plus like he's going to be nasty like he's got I know that it's 23 games and then the playoffs but he's going to what if be he's nasty. Randy Rosarena yeah. Randy Rosarena 2020 like that 23 games in this the is what makes left field fun time. this is what makes it fun like okay well this is and what inspired this I think a person that has every right to go toe-to-toe with Randy Rosarena and it's why I wanted to label the category the best ever because I was lucky enough to exchange a text message with this mm. person today. Ian Happ yeah. has won back-to-back gold gloves. He is a switch hitter, which does matter. Matters to me. That does matter. I love a switch hitter. The hitting stats are slightly below Randy, but in the same ballpark. I, I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, they're there. Maybe not the stolen base numbers. The stolen bases aren't there. Um, 
<laughs> OPS have, plus have 14 for 17 this year. Love okay. him as much, but played. He's played a lot of games. So has Randy. I think it's kind of what does your team need? Does your team need a a lightning strike every four innings, or does your team need I don't know a consistent switch hitter that'll give you good at bats day in day out and play good left field? And how? Yeah, I got you. Got no argument from me. Um, it's just the the longevity for me too, because he has he does have that over Randy. He's been around three years longer and it's been at that level pretty much the entire time. He's never been below league average OPS plus. He plays a good left field, man. Like you told me back to back gold gloves. I went, oh, I didn't realize that. That's kind of crazy. To back. Um, Company man. And now he's got, you know, the contract to show for it much deserved. Uh, I have him right up there. Top I've, three. I've run into my first problem. Oh, no. I like Ian Hatton. Nice guy. Good dude. It's tough for me to put Brian Reynolds on a lower tier. And this is where left field starts to get really tricky. Because what do you do? I think he's there. I was going to pitch this to you, so I'm actually kind of glad that you led with it. Because last year, I don't know why. It's referenced as like kind of a down year for him. And I guess numerically it is. But these are still really good numbers for Brian Reynolds. He did get paid like... The biggest contract Pirates history was a center fielder. Now he's transitioned to left. I think that's helped him out a little bit defensively. I have no doubt that he's going to go out there and hit 25 more home runs next year, be an 800 OPS guy. Like, like it feels like last year is a low year for him, and that's a that's competing with the best left fielders in the game. Yeah, I have him up there with Happen or Rosarino. It, it doesn't feel wrong to me to have him up there. I'll say that. Like, Brian, Brian Reynolds could have as good of a season. Okay, I'm going to put him there for yeah. now. I, I guess I think he had, like, a, some sort of IL stint in June. And coming off of that in July, it went bad, and that's kind of souring his 2023 numbers a bit. Yeah, yeah. Which still landed in, in a very good spot for the position. And if way. I needed to spin it, okay, Randy is the best to ever do it. Sure. Ian Happ, company man. Ryan Reynolds is a Vandy man like myself. Okay. So there's your angle. Just keeping it in the family. Just need an angle. Does anyone else go on that line for you? Jack? That's where the line gets drawn, I think. I think you're right. I need like I need like three to four years of consistent, like you've been a guy. And a lot of these other options, they've had like really nice years, just not quite the consistency. Or they're too young to have that many years yet. These three guys are like fairly Known quantities in a very good way. Yes. So, I think that naturally progresses us to the next tier. I mean, good, but top five question mark. Mm. Guys who are really good baseball players that you might not assume would be a top five left fielder in the game, but maybe they are. And this part of the list is brought to you by the Jam Warehouse. Blitzball Battle 4 starts this week, Sunday night, 8 p.m. Get ready. It's every time we do it, it's one of the biggest productions we do. It's like everyone at John Boy Media's favorite thing in the world. Uh, and the content is unreal. Uh, and Chris Rose, who just interviewed Patrick Mahomes after he won the Super Bowl, <laughs> he's on the call, as yes. is Peter Moylan. What more do you want? Go baggage. Well, hook line. <laughs> it's okay, Charlie. <laughs> okay. 
I mean, good, but top five question mark. I want to start with someone who I think is a layup here that uh, when we briefly talked before this, you raised a bit of an eyebrow and then you lowered your eyebrow. I'm going Christian Yelich. Yeah. Uh, Yelly, he had a, he went from MVP Yelly to kind of on the decline to kind of what's going on Mm. to Yelly's really leaned into on base uh, and the other stats were there last year. Um, So I don't know. He's not the best defensive left fielder. I think he's, I think a lot of the numbers don't like him there. But I mean, Christian Yelich is a guy that, he could be in the heart of any lineup, really, and you'd be like, you know, that's that's Christian Yelich. Yeah, I got I got two things here. Okay, one, I looked at the numbers and I went, oh, Christian Yelich stole twenty eight bases last year. Yeah. Like that's that's a weapon, that's a tool, and he had great numbers on the year. He reminds me. I'm going to do a little analogy here, kind of of like a like a basketball player who was. MVP level and had to take years to adjust to a role player role and Dwight went Howard. on to threat. Derek Rose is the guy oh. I thought of won an MVP mm. went on the back burn, then came back and settled into a, a role nicely. And Yelich, I think did that in 2022 and then thrived in it in 2023. Cause he had to move off center field. I mean, he's not going to be the MVP caliber player that he once was, but I don't think it's outlandish to say that like, yeah, he might be a top five left fielder in the game still. I don't know how much longer, mm. but I think if you're a Brewers fan, you're very happy with what you got out of Christian Yelich last year compared to, you know, the three years before. I'm now on Derek Rose's stat page. Yeah, forgot forgot about T-Wolves, T-Rose. He did. He was nice. He found Jake. it again. Brought it nice. for a little bit. Um, Six man of the year candidate. Yelly, 818 OPS. And again, you could use this as a positive or a negative. Yelly versus righties last year. 294, Ooh. 393, and 882 OPS. Ooh. So amongst this left field crop we're talking about, <laughs> if there's a right handed if there's a right-handed pitcher on the mound, Yelly has an argument for the left fielder you would want. Oh yeah. Um okay. Interested. So he's there. Seeing uh, that's those steel numbers really do stick out. His, right. his OPSS a number. could be OPSS. a pretty number. Don't sleep on Yelly. He's one homer away from 2020. Who um, who else goes on this line? Well, I see one guy for sure. I think the most fun Ooh. option here, because you you cannot say that he's top three yet because he's only played 40 games, but like... Mm. Evan Carter's really good. Is he top five? I don't know. Because left field is not top heavy, but like the one through 15 is all pretty much good players. So I feel like he's he's somewhere between this one and Wade is left field deep, but I think he's in this one. I think he's there. I've got a question. Because I believe. Is Evan Carter technically listed as a prospect because he played so few games? I think he's a rookie this year, so he's Uh, on the Randy path. So, like, is he, like, the number one? 75, 62 at-bats, you need 132 to qualify, or 130 to qualify. So he's still um, a prospect? So I, I believe he would still be prospect eligible. Interesting. So if I, I will, do... I will do a... If I do MLB... Okay, so MLB top prospects, and I know everyone's coming out with their rankings this year. This is MLB.com. Jackson Holiday, mm. Jackson Chirillo. 
very interested to see him. Mm. Kind of wasn't on my radar, and now he's very on my radar. Paul Skeens, sure. Junior Caminero, wow. watch out. And then Evan Carter is the number five prospect in baseball <sighs> for what he did <laughs> in his postseason run. Right next to Wyatt Langford, who is projected to also play some God. corner outfield. The I Rangers think. are going to be so good. Are, are yeah. the Rangers here? Yeah, that, I was here. about to say the. I'm looking at baseball they're prospectus numbers, here. and it looks like they have Langford above him. Kevin Carter somehow not the top Adolis prospect. right. Is Carter in center? He's going to be in center. Or is Langford in center? I don't know about this Langford. Or is Leody in yet. center? Leody's pretty he's damn nice. He's really good. He was nice. Okay. Wyatt, crazy. get your reps in at AAA. We'll call you up in a couple weeks. Force the issue. Um, I'm okay. Carter's there for me. Putting Evan Carter there for now because I think a month into the baseball season, we could say he's the best left fielder. Yeah. I think, you know, baseball can rear its head like it always does, but God, that kid looked, looked the part. And Jake. Looked the part. Do you know who is not top five, in my opinion, but really makes me appreciate left field more as a position? Okay. Austin Hayes. I have him in weight as left field deep because he's got the three-year thing, which is kind of big for me. He's been doing it for three years. All-star nod last year, finally got some recognition. Numbers tail off at the end. And he's not the sexy name in the Orioles lineup. He's a, a cog in the he's machine. He's kind of fully a bonus piece. He's for useful, them. though. He's a good player. I don't have him in the top five. Like, I kind of think we're maybe looking at the top five with who we have there right now. Mm. Um, and I think Hayes is right outside that, and you're still really happy if he's your left fielder. I have another guy who might be top five. I'll circle back because let, let's he's talk a, Austin Hayes. Seen there's a definitely lo- room in... In the, I mean, good, but top five tier. I, I think I, I might have two for you. Okay. Austin Hayes. So this is where, I think this is where left field gets intriguing. Because mm. the after that, if you remember, the category is, I am not a DH. There's a lot of guys out there that if there was a, if teams had a defense-only player, a DO, they could potentially <laughs> be the guy that uses that. Yeah. So for weight is left field deep. I think you better be playing a little bit of defense or a lot of bit of defense potentially with a couple of these guys. Sure. Um, and you're bringing something with the stick. So Austin Hayes is that. I think he's like front and center. He doesn't compete with those those top lads. I'm interested to see how the Orioles sort out all this talent because not to be rude to Austin Hayes, but there's so much top talent yeah. that if someone at some point has to kick out and Austin Hayes has to start getting paid – that could be a formula for Austin Hayes to end up on another baseball team. You I know, I don't think Orioles fans want to hear that, but I mean, their outfield right now is Hayes, Mullins, and Santander. It probably would be him, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Santander. I think this is the last this is year of his contract, okay. and if he has a nice okay. year, I think he uh, he's going to get a bag yeah. from someone. Oh, he did have a nice year last year. Santander is good. He's a good player. So check out where he is on the the right fielders list. Um. That Austin Hayes is proper here. I'm cool. interested to see the next steps for him because he also represents like the beauty of the Orioles. Mm. Like he saw the ugly times. Uh, mm-hmm. He his diving catches are Eric Burns esque. I've seen Ooh. him peg a few Yanks off the field. Yeah, crazy. Wade is left field deep. I like Austin Hayes there. I also. <sighs> 
I so think I know where you're going. Well, no, I, I, I guess I'm going to throw this out there as a feeler, and let's see what you guys think. Okay. Stephen Kwan, Gold mm. Glove level oh, defender. I'm, sure. I'm fine with that. Had a little bit of a sophomore slump to start last year. I believe he recovered. I want to check it out. His OPS on the plus, season, it's fine. OPS plus ended up a hundred. Um, played the games. He won his second Gold Glove back to back years. And I'm gonna check out the splits because I I feel like he started the year slow, and then he came on. Mm. Second half, 275, 346, 742 OPS. So not super flashy. Um, Second half better than the first, yeah. He just is what he is. He's going to rack up war because he plays incredible defense, and I don't know if he should be punished for that. Where are you um, putting him? I think it's Wade is left field deep. Mm. No. (laughs) Well, so I, I think I'm higher on Quan than you are. So you think he's he has an argument for top five? I mean, I think potentially Quan is. I'm not turned off to it. Quan is one of the most well-rounded <laughs> outfielders in baseball. He has some of the best bat-to-ball skills, one of the best ranges. I mean, he's a great base runner too. Like he has all these tools. Mm. I Meaning, stole 21 bases last year, and his efficiency is great. He's not one of these guys that's just racking him up. Quan's a good player, and I think it's it's a little bit of a, a slow start thing for you. But like, I don't know, man. You win two Gold Gloves in your first two seasons. That means something to me. Um, and Cleveland thinks very highly of him too. Like he's a big piece of that team. So I have him a, a little bit higher, just because we put Carter up there because of the electric playoff run, and we know right. what he's capable of and the prospect rank and all that. Quan, maybe it's like a little bit like he was a. A little bit of a foolish baseball darling, mm. and he came on the scene was really good. I think he's just a fun player to watch, and that's why I like him. But I, I would argue that he might have that uh, that third tier in him a little bit. Has to see how crowded it gets too. I have one. I have one more Quan fade. I'm I'm open and flexible. Mm. I I think we've I think we've stumbled into an interesting area, mm. and that's where I want to see. That's initially why I labeled this wise left field. <laughs> Wait, is left field deep? Right. Stephen Kwan, these are his OPS by month. This isn't a guy who should be judged by OPS, Mm -hmm. so this is a little unfair. April 703, which for Stephen Kwan, that's still a solid ball player. I'm not turned off by that from him. May 678, June 674, July 899, August 618, September, October 681. So only one month last year did Stephen Kwan have an OPS over 703. Mm. So for five out of the six months, you had a below MLB average hitter. I'll counter that with in 2022, five of the six months, he was over that mark. Right. In fact, five of the six months, he was over 750, which I still think he can be. I think last year was a little bit of a down year. Also... One thing that I like that maybe you can believe in Babbitt, luck, whatever. Three of those months, Quan walks more than he strikes out. That usually is a recipe for pretty good numbers wherever you land. I think those tools can add up to a pretty good year. I feel like we might look back on the tier list and say, ooh, you were kind of low on Quan if we put him in weight as left field deep. Oh, well, I'm going to put you through the ringer. Okay. Let's battle. 
Because this is no longer a Stephen Kwan question. Oh I think we know around where his picture is going to end up. Mm. I'm not going to place it yet. What do you do with Nolan Jones, the pride <laughs> of the Colorado Rockies? Kelsey Winger will tell you how good this man is at baseball. He is really good. His statistics will tell you how good this man is at baseball. His advanced metrics will tell you that this man is very good at baseball. His defense grades out well. Strongest arm in the league. So if you have Stephen Kwan, good but top five question mark, I feel like Nolan Jones has an argument for it. I think that not only are both those guys there, I think you might add one more name on top of them because that is kind of a fringe category. They're good. Are they top five? We don't really know. Jones, I think, deserves to be there. And one stat that I found that I just think is so cool about him, just looking around, uh, two outs with runners in scoring position last year, Nolan Jones, a 1,400 OPS. Sure. Built different. Guy guy. Went 2020. Best arm in the league. He's there for me. I have more problems. <laughs> I'm feeling good. Because there's another guy. You just mentioned another guy. And yeah. I'll see if this is the same. Do we want to do what we did last episode? Say the name on three. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Say the name. Three, two, one. Brandon Chaz Nimmo. McCormick. Oh, and Brandon Nimmo, too. It's getting so hairy. So if you want to put all it's these guys. Hairy. It's getting hairy. I've defended oh. Brandon Nimmo a lot on Talking Baseball. Nimmo needs to be there. Because his stats end up in a really good place every year. The last two years have been really good for they, him. You want him and Quan on the same line? <sighs> Damn it, Jake. You always win these. I don't know. I, I just want to No, you're right, because they're not. They're not. They're not. It's why Wade is left field deep a category. It's deep. Because it is. It's deep. All I, right. We have to. Well, all right. Let's start placing. Nimmo, I think, Nimmo is, is there. I mean, good, but top five, right? Yeah, I didn't, yeah. I'm going to be honest. I didn't see him. Right. I, I mean, wasn't thinking that, about And him. that's a little bit about, like, he's been in center field this long. Right. This is the first year yes. he has substantial left field. Like, he was oh, a tricky one. He's probably going to bounce between center and left this year. Um, I mean, his whole thing was that he couldn't stay on the field for basically his entire career. And now he has. Last two seasons, he played over 150 games, and he's been really good both those years. We, who knows how much center field time he gets with Bader, so that's why I think he's here. But if Nimmo's your left fielder, you're feeling really good about that. Nimmo's had I, Nimmo the past was, four years in OPS plus above 127. Is Brian Reynolds that much better than Brandon Nimmo? It's an interesting question. Is he that much better? I have no problem with Hap and a Rosarena, I think. I don't know. Ooh, I'm interested in that. You're the one that's got to sell me on that. You're I, you watch him every who day. Goes down, who goes up and who goes down? Maybe nobody goes down. Someone goes up. I mean, Nimmo versus Brian Reynolds and Hap and Randy, I think, does have an argument. So if we move Nimmo up, does this category become I'm the fifth best left fielder in baseball? And that's just a bunch of guys who think that they're the fifth best left fielder in baseball. No one else can be elevated. I don't think so. I think we're in agreement. Okay. Okay, so we're elevating Nemo. 
So the elevated. The best to ever do it category but is then now. I'm kind of back in on Quan and top. Because <laughs> Nimmo being there was what sold me. The best to ever do it category: <laughs> Randy Rosarena, Ian Happ, yes, Brian Reynolds, Brandon Nimmo. I feel very I good feel about really that grouping of players. About that. They they belong. I okay. like that crew together. Evan, Evan, Evan Drellich, Christian Yelich. <laughs> Took me back to lockout time. Check out his yeah, Astros article. Mm. Um. I like Yelich and Evan Carter next to each other. That's kind of like a... Past and present. little mm. baton toss. Yep. We put Nolan Jones there. You think so? We do. He was really good last year. <laughs> really people don't was, know about him. People know, maybe he's left field deep. I don't know. It's hard. <laughs> left field's hard, man. It's hard. What it's were you going to say about Chaz McCormick? We didn't even touch it. I mean, he was... Excellent last, awesome year. last year. His numbers were great and last then, like, year, but his manager did Justin get wasn't playing him. It's he's. I know. I keep saying it. He fulfills the three year rule. Over hundred games past three years, butter knife it up. It's a one seventeen OPS plus and fifty home runs. And he's a center fielder that kind of moved to left, right? He's also never played over hundred twenty games, so there's a little sure. there's a little wiggle here. One stolen base from twenty twenty last year. I'd like to see some splits just to see what's going on. So he's a lefty mauler. Mm. How about that? Mm. One dot versus oh. lefties. Jeez. 769 versus righties. So that plays. Yeah, that plays. That's it's an interesting ball player. I think its I weight is left field deep. Mm. I think so. I didn't realize he's playing this much left. Because your three your yeah. three season rule is nice. Yeah. But the other two seasons aren't super impressive. You're right. You're right. Um, and I don't honestly know what to do with last year. Because if he does last year again, he's Brandon Nimmo. Exactly. His weight is left field deep. And I think Quan is too. Houston fans are already mad at me today because I said Cody Bellinger would be a great fit in their but lineup. But Nolan Jones only has one year. Nolan Jones only has he one only year. Has one year. That I think it might be weight is left yeah. field deep. And then it's really fun because it's Carter and Yelich. And they're like, they're Ooh, fighting for they're five. dueling? It's them. I might have another guy. There's a lot of bodies. <laughs> oh, no. mm. I move Jones down. Okay. Let's. Okay. Yeah. Because at, at some point we do need to start. So let's put Quan on weight is left field deep. Yeah. Let's put Nolan Jones on weight is left field deep. I'm sorry, Rockies fans. I fought for it. Um, Soon. And he, he might look make everyone look foolish. Because it looks like he's lined up to have one of those Rocky player four-year yeah, runs yeah, yeah. that you're like, oh, shit. This dude went off. Um. Who was I? What do you do with Lars Newtbar? What do you do with Lars Newtbar? I think he's. What do you do with Lars Newtbar? I think he's left field deep. Didn't everyone think that he was going to be like. Like he was MVP take a last, leap year? last year? He was good. He's not. He's a good ball player. Good ball player. Really good ball player. Um, 67. He's left field is deep. Yeah. I think it's. He also hasn't spent a ton of time in left field. He has 139 games in right, 44 in left field. Cardinals outfield has always it's a been mess. Yeah, they don't know deep. where they want to have anybody stand. Left field's deep. Oh boy, I'm seeing so many names that I just was not thinking of, and now I am thinking of. Okay, do you remember how good Taylor Ward was? Taylor Ward's really tricky. Like 2022, Taylor Ward was like, "This guy's gonna get MVP votes." He was that level of good. 
And he was like a bonus piece. The real ones will appreciate this. Taylor Ward passes the eye test. Yeah. Like when he's, when I've seen him the past few years, it's like, oh, okay. The Angels have this. That's nice. Check out defense really quick for him. Because we're sneaking into I am not a DH territory I mean, a little I, bit. I, 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 I kind of have a few guys that I think are easy placements there. And if you want to see whether... Spit them. We know who they are. I think Alex Verdugo is in this group. He's a guy whose defense is better than his reputation. I think he has a reputation as a bad defender because he's prone to some gaffes. Mm. But he's not a DH. Okay. I think Luke Rayleigh is getting typecasted because he's kind of a big boy and he's not a DH. So you're, so this is interesting. And this is where we either need to divide this category or this category has a double meaning. And then I have a a flip side guy kind of one in there. Spencer steer. I'm I'm Uh, looking at him towards the year because they keep having him stand places and they just know he's not a DH. Spencer steer is going to end up on every list this year. I think so. So I am not a DH. Originally, it was supposed to be in quotes because it was supposed to be a player like Teoscar Hernandez. Right. Saying, I also I have him DH. in there. So I guess this is where I guess this is where it's tricky because there are a couple defense guys. You mentioned mm. Luke Rayleigh's versatility, which I don't know what to do with that, and one season of results. Like he is an outfielder. Dalton Varsho is an all-world defender. That it's hard for me to put him there. Do we? Do it's we hard need for me a between to, for glove guys here? I guess for me, it's just sorting between Dalton Varsho and Teoscar Hernandez, who are providing you something completely differently. I'm okay having them on the same list. Mm. But it's just, what is that list labeled? Because I am not a DH in quotes can work. Because Don Varsho is not a DH. He knows he's not a DH. What'd you say? You said something about like designated fielder before. You had like DO. What was that? What was that? What was that? Because that could be something. Was that just like a mini little Jake bar? That was a Jake bar. It just fell through. (laughs) A lot of those happen. (laughs) It's weird having Teoscar and Varsho on the same one because the Blue Jays got rid of Teoscar so that they could bring in someone like Varsho to offset what Teoscar couldn't do well. So to put them in the same row... Defend and be left-handed. Right. So to put them in the same row is kind of like, hmm. Did they get better? I don't know. Guys! (laughs) I am really struggling because I'm seeing more names (laughs) that are putting me in a goddamn blender. Wait, I... Brandon Marsh was great last year. Left field's deep. Platoonish, but great! I got it. Okay. What if we just have a racking up war tier? And it's like, Quan, Quan, Varsho, like collecting war, racking up war, something like that. Good for three war, something like that. And you put Marsh there, you put Quan there, you put uh, Varsho there. Like you put your glove first and maybe they give you something with the bat too. Which direction do you have that? above? Where would you put that? Above DH. I think so. I think so. I think so. Because if you're building out a team, you would rather have that guy than the guy who might be a DH. Than the guy who might be a DH. I think that's where I'm at. 
Tay Oscar has a bad month at the plate. You have He's bad defense. No yeah. Okay, so we're adding a row. I'm doing racking up war. Feel free to go with whatever creative direction yeah, I'm trying, you I'm want. I'm trying to think if there's racking. I was going to do like a racking up war medals pun, but is it, all my war medal jokes are always bad. Is there is there a B war, F war joke to make here? Is one of them more defensively mm. oriented? No, I have no idea. I'm uh, sure. Ooh, maybe D War Heroes. <laughs> D War Heroes. That's what I'm putting for okay, now. Okay, I like D War Heroes. I have racking up war for now. And okay, so Quan goes down. Quan goes down. Tough break. It's because I've realized that's how the deep tier. left field is. That's the tier left game. Left field is deep. I love Quan. Dalton Varsho. It breaks my heart to move Quan down. Watch Dalton Varsho play defense. It's awesome. He needed his own team. His second year in the AL East, like, watch what he might do this year. And then Marsh, right? Marsh, I get. Yeah, dude, Marsh's stats last year. I don't think he's a D war hero, but he just raked. Yeah, he covers the, ground. Oh, no, you're right, though. He's, he wasn't really. He had an 829 OPS. <laughs> no, he last was just a, year. I think he might, he's left field. I think he's deep. left field is deep. I think you guys are right. Okay. Okay. Okay, Brandon Good. Marsh, you just went up. Good. If there was... Okay, so this is 45 minutes in. I don't want to derail us too far. Should we, should we pl- place a few quick what am I's? If there was a fantasy baseball draft tomorrow, you guys are GMs, contracts and stuff don't matter as of now, and you were taking one ball player, do you take Marsh or Quan? Fantasy? Or am I building real a life GM building a team? Quan, youth. It's tough. I guess the only thing is Marsh. Marsh has played more center. Though. Yeah, I think Quan can play center. He, I think he's he been racking up gold gloves and left. I think I'm trusting Quan to develop more into a more well-rounded hitter. Whereas Marsh, he's a good player. I think this is who he is, right? Sound off in the comments. Interested to find out. I mean, if we're being honest, the, oh, man. the next year with Brandon Marsh is the huge year because he was a below-league average hitter for two and a half seasons, and then last year, 829. Who the Angels trade him? And he um, is Philly. Oh, Hoppy. Which of those guys do you think is older than the other? <sighs> uh, is Marsh younger than Quan? Marsh is a few months younger than Quan. How about that? About that Sound comment off. section. Sound off. You can you think you know the answer and you could be wrong. That could turn out to be a pretty good trade, by the way. Right? Hoppy it's a fun Marsh. one. Two yeah. young guys. So who did okay. Oh, it was Moniac for Cindergard. Oh, that's not as good. Mm. Okay. 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 I've got this. Okay. Okay. Lock so in. Brandon Marsh's left field is deep. Uh do we have any guys that rack up war? Is it Doogie? Does Doogie rack up D War? Is he not a D eight? Didn't he, he play not. good defense last year? He's prone to he's prone to lapses. Like he gets kind of glabery and like I think field. he's I'm not a DH. I think he's not a DH. I think MJ Melendez might be I'm not a DH. His outfield numbers aren't good defensively. Okay. Has MJ Melendez proven enough as a hitter? There's a chance he's what am I? I think he is, man. Like I want him to be good, and he's shown signs. He I'm not a DH category, but he might need to prove some more. I'm, I'm in, I 95 OPS plus last year. I think I can fix this for us, please, please. I think Teoscar goes and wait his left field deep, and we move. I'm not a DH down below fallen all stars. 
Because then we, there's a lot, it makes a lot more sense in terms what of like the hierarchy. Like Verdugo, I think, still goes and I'm not a DH. He was never an all-star, right? So you have him, well. Uh, Ian Happ? Ian Happ was Wow, during the left field episode? <laughs> That's nuts. Missed it. <laughs> now he's going to see that. That's a joke. Because oh, he watches boy. every episode of this show. Shit. Showed the camera. Okay. And missed it? Okay, okay, okay. What am I? <laughs> Bottom line. Let's just bang. Brian De La Cruz. Done. He's in there. JJ, JJ Blade. Done. JJ Blade. Is that? I couldn't um, tell if that was him or Rooker. Either way, jerks and Profar at this point yeah. in his career. In Melendez. Done. Yeah. Done. Yeah. I wish I could not have DH him because I like him. He's Who's fun. The twins. Tyler O'Neill. Matt Walner. Matt Walner. Matt Walner's numbers are very good last year. You tell me what to do with that. Sure. Yeah. That's um, easy. Let's just Taylor bang that Ward. out. You, uh, Who's this handsome just, Reds guy? That's Steer? That's Steer? Steer, who I, who does he I look have like? is not a DH. He looks like Kyle Hendricks. Did Steer play left field last year? Some. Luke God, Rayleigh. He played everywhere. He played Jesus. everywhere. He, they, they don't know what to do with him. They just know he's not a DH. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Any, I, any hit. Instead of putting Steer on every tier list, I think we have to put him on no tier list. Because we I mean, don't know I what he is. I cannot include him, but he's penciled into left field rather firmly right now because everybody's a shortstop third baseman on that team. Okay, so he's I'm not a DH then. Like he's, I think I'm not a DH. I have to have above fallen all-stars because okay. all the guys I think are better than those three. Okay. Okay, that was a lot of progress. That was good. Was there some... So who do we have in, in what am I? De La Cruz, Blade, Profar, Melendez, Walner. Did we say somebody else? Walner's in what am I? Do you know Isn't what he, he is? Do you, do you want him in not a DH? In my head, he loose. doesn't play a lick of defense. And I'm being very rude because I don't have the scouting I report on watched. Matt Walner. Negative D war. But Trev calls him the Minnesota Moose, which <laughs> that doesn't reek of defense to me. All right, I'm not a DH. I like him in I'm, not a DH. Let's put him I don't there know, for I now. just don't know what he is. Okay. He really hit last year. Teoscar hits. I am not a DH. Okay. In quotes. Feels low. Right? Feels low. Seeing Brandon Marsh fly up and seeing Teoscar down there feels weird. Do we move DH oh, above but D-War? defense has to be valued, right? I know. It does. Like, Teoscar's war numbers are not sexy. Like, what was he worth last year? It's where there's a two-war player. Marsh was, I think, like a three and a half. Lourdes Guriel. Yeah. I am not a DH. Oh, but Lourdes he, was good, does too. Does defense like him? He was a three-war player. I don't think defense loves him. It did it last was, year. It was a plus. Yeah. But yeah. he has a lot of years subtracting the same amount. Okay. 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 <laughs> Here's what has to happen. Okay. Here's what has to happen. Okay. I think he's not a DH. She throws people out. I think bodies have to get on this chart, and I think we and need we another sort. area. Because did O'Neill get put in what am I? Yes. Okay. Yes. Sorry, Tyler. Be healthy and go kill it. And we'll figure it out later. You really didn't I make put, an all-star team put, that year? I put Rayleigh on there too, just because he's utility and I don't know. Um Taylor Ward, I am not a DH. No. Right now the four names I have at the bottom of my list. Kelnick, Guriel, Ward, and Canna. Kelnick. Does that match what you guys have? Was Canna an all-star? 
he's maybe been an all star. Was not an all star. Damn it, Mark Damn it. Hanna. God, please. Should Mark Hanna like be one. his own category? Should we just cheat and just put non all stars in there? But then, no, what do you do I, with Jared Kelnick? A, what do you do with Jared Kelnick? I think I hate Lefty. He's going to go nuts for the Braves this year. You know he's going to be good. Is he racking up any Devor? That feels wrong. No, How about he's this? not. Do we do... Do we change... I am not a DA. This is, this is a massive move. Oh, boy. This is changing things. Do we change... I am not a DH... To holy shit, left field is deep. <laughs> like another... Because <laughs> I think that's the band-aid we need right now. Jake, I kind of love that. Because then I can put... Yeah. I can put yeah. all of the... Taylor Ward. Yeah. All of these guys I'd kind of put there. Okay. Like Mark Canna is no good. No, I'm in. I'm in. Let's do it. Right. Because they, we, they're not on the tier of weight is left field holy deep. Holy S-H asterisk T. <laughs> yeah, keep it clean. Is left field deep? Question. Double question mark. So that currently has the Minnesota Moose, Matt Walner. Okay. Teoscar Hernandez. Okay. Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Okay. Taylor Ward. Okay. Jared Kelnick. Yeah. Mark Canna. That, that's tipping it a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. Can, and Canna... Canna's been doing it You forever. know what you're going to get. Yeah, yeah. You know what did Canna do last... Oh, he still hit. I, I think he went hit. nuts he for the Brewers, right? He, he was really good. 50 games, he went nuts. He was their best hitter for the end of the season. <laughs> He's been... He's a dog. OPS Cap- plus by season starting 2018. 114, 146, 124, 111, 122, 108. That feels better than Fallen All-Star. Kalnick is towing the line for me. Okay. This is a Talk guy. Talk to me about Is this it. the year he figures out what he is? This is a guy with an 85 career OPS plus. He's young. He's 24. And you just know that the Braves are going to unlock everything with him because it makes so much sense. But they haven't done it yet. You know, like there are these uh, basically everybody in this tier, except for maybe you can touch on Walner because the sample size isn't big. They've all done it in a very sizable, complete season of Major League Baseball. Canna's been doing it for 10 years. Right. So putting Canna and Kelnick in the same category feels a little weird to me. My only problem is that I don't know where to put him other than what am I. Is there... Which, like, do we know what Kelnick is? Do you know for certain what player he's going to be at age 28? Because I, I, mean, I, I don't I, really know. I could see Jared Kelnick being better than Lars Newtbar, Brandon Marsh, and Chaz McCormick next year. But he hasn't been yet. He hasn't been. That's the thing. Google's Austin Hayes. Is there... <laughs> in my head, I think I found a tier that would fit Walner, Kelnick, perhaps Melendez. That's above Fallen All-Star, below Holy Shit. Do you like Melendez? I think he's just exci- interesting. Like He's a guy Royals fans are excited to check out, and I think the tier is like... Excited to find out. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe a better that. name for it than that. But I think that thins out both of those nicely. Kelnick had a nice season. Do we do another like future category, but it's a different name? Like future Austin Hayes? 
I'm thinking bad things about Austin Hayes currently, Why? which I'm not proud of. Because his numbers are good. Are fine. Oh. Compare them to Teoscar. Teoscar might just be low. I might have Teoscar going up. And Hayes going down. Should we swap Hayes and Teoscar? <sighs> Maybe. Now I need to look at Lourdes Gurriel's stats again. I would swap Newt Bar before I'd swap Hayes. You'd rather have Austin yeah. Hayes than Lars Newt Bar. Yeah. Look at Newt Bar's stats. Is he racking up war? Oh, God. Left field's a mess. This is hell. Left field is a mess. I almost just want to make like a lefty-righty category. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would take Hayes over Newt Bar. It's close, I think. You would take Hayes over Newt. I would take Hayes over Newt Bar. Nolan Jones was so good last year. Teoscar has to go up. Teoscar has to go up. Teoscar's had big boy seasons. Yes. It was his first year in Seattle, which Seattle's been a death trap for a lot of hitters. He could go to the Dodgers and have a 130 OPS plus next what year. About, what about Mark Hanna won't do that over a full season. Verdugo won't do that over a full season. Lourdes is really good, too. Lourdes is pretty damn good. I I like where he's landed. I think so, too. I But, yeah, but yes, he's really good. I don't know how your guys' sheet looks. I'm in a comfy place. Do you have everyone placed? I have three names at the bottom. I have everybody <laughs> Who do you placed? not have placed? I don't have a home for Verdugo. <laughs> I put him in holy... Holy shit, his left field deep. Okay. Right? It feels crazy. Because Alex Verdugo... It's a little crazy. Feels like he could be an all-star this year. If it clicks. But there's a lot of good guys. He had some good... Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm okay with that. I had, to, I had to look Lourdes. at the pitch. I had to look at the pitch. I had to look at the pitch. Like... And then I have Kelnick and Rayleigh. I have Kelnick at holy sh... His left field deep. I mean, the Atlanta Braves, who have a historically good lineup, are penciling him in as their starter against right-handed pitching. So you have Luke Rayleigh below Jared Kelnick, or is he also there? I have Luke Rayleigh below Jared Kelnick. Jake. Luke Rayleigh was really good last year. Really you watched him play the whole year. I watched Luke Rayleigh play. I defended Luke Rayleigh. I guess for me, I am being a little bit I of a age snob. Yeah. Rayleigh turns 30 this year in mm. September. Kelnick is still a young man, top prospect. Like, I'm glad that the light bulb went off for Rayleigh, and he was great with the Rays. He also just got traded to those Mariners that I said I, I gave Teoscar points for because it's a notoriously bad hitter's park. He, would, he does kind of need to do it again. Who's next year would you rather have? Luke Rayleigh or Jared Kelnick? Am I just being like a hater? Is no. That, am I, am I crazy? No, I think it's an honest discussion. I like Luke Rayleigh a lot. Oh, man. But he's know. done it for one season. I guess they're interchangeable a little bit. It just, it's part of I won't argue if it's 2v1. Luke Rayleigh was good last year. Something feels wrong about putting Kelnick that high. So you is don't Ke believe. <laughs> is Kelnick a fallen all-star? <laughs> No. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. But I think it's right. I think really, and he's been. I guess. I guess so here's long. my thing. Sure. I've seen versions of Luke Rayleigh 
guys that have put it together. Nice season. Mm. Sometimes that continues, and that's awesome. Yeah. And I'll root for Lou Grayley. I've also seen a lot of top prospects struggle. Yeah. Put together a nice season as a 23-year-old and build on that. Yeah. Okay. That I guess I have a little more belief in Kelnick next year than I do Luke Rayleigh. Maybe that's a Braves thing. Maybe that's unfair. Nice little five-minute heart-to-heart about Luke Rayleigh at the end of the episode. Uh, Here's what I have. Future Evan Carter blank. (laughs) The best to ever do it. I have Randy Rosarena, Ian Happ, Brian Reynolds, Brandon Nimmo. I feel fairly good about that. Clean. I mean, good, but top five, question mark. Yelly and Evan Carter. It's interesting. <laughs> Weight is left field deep. Austin Hayes, Chaz McCormick, Nolan Jones, Lars Newtbar, Brandon Marsh, Teoscar Hernandez. Yeah. Okay. War racking. I think this was labeled. Mm. Stephen Kwan and Dalton Varsho. Yeah, D-War heroes, war racking, whatever you want. I have that below holy shit as left field deep. Really? Yeah. But you um, love Stephen Kwan. I love Stephen Kwan. But I like that those are next to each other because it's just like, look at all these good players. Holy bleep is left field deep. The Minnesota Moose, Matt Walner. <laughs> Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Taylor Ward. Jared Kelnick. Mark Canna and Alex Verdugo. It's a good crop of players. Fallen All-Stars. Mm. Andrew Benintendi, Joey Gallo, Michael Conforto. Came a long way from them. Yeah, huh? really. What am I? Jerickson Brofar, Brian De La Cruz, uh, JJ Blade go doors. MJ Melendez go MLB the show. <laughs> Tyler O'Neill. Stay healthy. The often debated Luke Rayleigh. And is that Spencer Steer? That Kyle <laughs> Hendricks in Cincinnati Reds outfit? I had him up higher. I'll move him back down. Does anyone have something that's killing them? What's killing you, Jolly? You it's, have Luke, it's Luke Rayleigh. He's really? Killing, it's killing me down there. You're all killing in. Me. Killing me. I also had Steer. Maybe there was some miscommunication. I had him in holy shit his left field deep. So you, I had him Steer there. Gang is strong. Yeah, Steer's he, good. He really hit. They're figuring out his position. <laughs> really, and hit. then I think I'd put Rayleigh there too. I'm not against Rayleigh there, and let's I ride kinda, the bus. Yes, sir. Rayleigh and Steer. I kind of believe in Kelnick as a fallen all star. The five there's, race there's fans promise are in that tier. They're firing off the champagne. I, I think, babes. I do like. I don't know if I'm using this word like. Right, I like the rhetoric of that, but I, I, no I we needed it. a twist on a category. Bra- yeah, that's just like Braves and Mariners fans uniting to take something down that I just don't want to be a part of. Um, okay, jeez, this is brutal. This might be the hardest one. Let's bring in an expert. <laughs> Yeah, cool. this is this is gonna stink because I have to. I think we have to have like an actual work call. What's up, Jake? Quick answer. Ian Hap, I I do have, have to. I have to do life. warn you something really quick. Um, while while you called me, 
me, BBD, and Jolly Olive, we were, this is not a joke, and this, this is partially <laughs> being recorded. We were doing a tier list of the best left fielders in baseball. Did you put me in the John Boy tier? <laughs> in a way. <laughs> in a way, yes. Actually, kind of. Um, we had, the top tier is the best to ever do it, which was Randy Rosa Reina's nickname uh, in the 2020 playoffs. And you're there with him. That's right. Dude, left <laughs> dude, left field's gotten crazy deep, man. A lot of guys moving to left field this year. A lot of guys yeah. being bounced from center. Like if Nimmo comes to left field, that's a good ball player. You got Nimmo. I don't know where Soto's gonna play. He might end up in left, but yeah, I mean, if that guy ends up there, he's pretty good. Evan Carter's joining the party. Yeah. What? There's another twins. Twins got a young guy in the left, right? Minnesota Moose, Matt Walner. Vindicated. Dude, <laughs> talk. Quan and Varsho just catch balls. Yelich is still good. What's Nolan Jones's deal? A lot of people. A lot of people are uh, not not putting stock in the left fielders. You got to mm. have more respect for the left field crew. Dude, I th- I think left field was getting some. Dude, it's getting Verdugo, Kelnick, Lourdes Gurriel, Teo- like left field's like no joke. I agree. It's got to be tough to win a gold glove out there. Twice. It's not easy, especially do it twice. <laughs> All right, let me <laughs> let me um let me hang let me end this episode of Wagon Jake. Uh, everyone, subscribe, review. Thank you, Jolly. Thank you, Ian Happ at the end, uh, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you. All right.